This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Second Corinthians 10. And I want us to read it again and we continue to pray for a while. Second Corinthians 10. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. So we have the ability to cast down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God I'm bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Why praying the Lord said he will deliver many from mindsets that are anti-God's plan for your life. This morning I want us to pray. Every mindset in me that contradicts God's plan for my life. Every belief system, mentality, which cooperates with the enemy making it very easy for the operations to go on in my life and in my family such mindset in the name of Jesus are deleted this morning they are uprooted somebody pray wrong imaginations wrong ways of interpreting my way of interpreting life that gets me into trouble my process of decision making that is not of God the way I arrive at some conclusions that gets me into trouble the way I analyze situation that gets me to go contrary to God's ways Let your light shine and shatter every darkness in my heart. Jesus said, My house will call the house of prayer for all nations. Pray. In Jesus' name. One more prayer. We are going by the nature of how the Lord wants His service to be. Proverbs 4.23. Where we read, please, those of you that are here for the second service, you will need to get the message of first service. I'm taking the prayer point from what we shared, so I, I can't go into them. Keep thy heart with all diligence. Why? Out of it are the issues of life. Give me another translation, please. 
Guide your heart above all else, for it is a source of life. We are going to pray against time bomb. Listen. I won't counsel people. And I told them for service, this is the summary of what we share for service. Satan is not intimidated by how often you go to church. Interestingly, it's not even intimidated by how much you pray. If he visited Jesus after 40 days of fasting and prayer, the battle is always here in your mind. And once a man is born again, like the children of Israel migrating from Egypt to the promised land, when they left Egypt and Pharaoh was defeated, that didn't bother Satan much because they see how the mindset of Egypt. An entire generation never entered promised land. Not because they did not leave Egypt, but because Egypt did not leave them. Inside many Christians, mentalities, mindset, contrary to God's plan, when the devil is wrecking havoc in marriage, generation one, two, three, and the fourth generation gets born again, he doesn't have too much problem. If the mindset of the older guys is still there, even though this guy is in church, He's going to behave like the people before him. It's a time bomb. If you don't do something about it, if I don't get to pray this morning, if you don't do, this is the old lessons of coming to church. It's not that things will change because I am now a Christian. It will change because I am now a Christian. A new information must come in. And I explained there for service. This is all that they call familiar spirit. They know who you are and they continue to operate the same way if there is no change here inside. They've taught you how to. This is what you say about women, and you receive it from the elders. As long as you have that information here, you are going to go their way. This is how you interpret issues concerning money. When Satan wants to keep a family poor, that nobody... See, this arms. In the book of Zechariah, it said, I saw four arms. And the Bible said, these are the arms that are keeping people down so that nobody could lift up his head. Then he saw, I saw four carpenters. If the owns are not dislodged, nothing is going to happen. These owns are mentalities. The Bible talks about our weapon. That the primary use of our weapon is to cast down imaginations. Imaginations. No matter how often you pray, if the imagination is there. You know, I have, this has made me, I have stood back and have watched and watched. How many prayer warriors do I know who can fast seven days without food and water on the mountain? And as soon as they come down, what happened to their parents continues to happen to them? I know one. He will still beat his wife, just like his father was beating the woman. So what happened to his seven days of fasting and prayer? He did not direct the prayer the right. He was praying, Lord, help me. Lord, move. No. First of all, Lord, do a work in me that deletes all the things there is a mentality you have if nothing happens to it you will not sustain marriage 
no matter join the biggest prayer meeting in the world there is a mentality you have you will not work in prosperity no matter what until something happens to that that thing must be dethroned yeah if there is anybody listening to me today and there is any wrong pattern ahead of you from those before you I tell you by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth it will not happen to you once Satan leaves the time bomb he just goes on and he's enjoying himself he says well I don't know how long it took the bomb, bomb to explode but I do know I planted something there because he can see and first of all I gave them an example I bought a car and thank God my mechanic saw it a Tokubo car not I bought it from somebody from a car lot but they were still tracking the car this is how people get to steal cars many Christians have let Satan's lots but there is a controlling stuff and it's their mind so my mechanic helped me to remove the device and said, I, have it in my, I have it in my office also. he showed me they even use MTN SIM card some people will go for wedding and park out on the road and say they can't see it again because they have duplicate key they come there like the owner and just take it away because they can monitor how you are moving they stole my friend's car like that before he just parked on the road and went somebody's house. before he came and listened to the car again it was neatly done and this mechanic told him that this must be the people that sold it to you that they track it and they anytime you are careless with it out if you park outside the compound by the road they will just enter like the owner and drive it away some are born again they are moved the story of the children of israel is a classic example many of them perish in the wilderness they didn't get to the promised land because something in them something in them murmuring complain like the slaves they were in egypt if there is any programming in me going on that gives the devil rest of mind that it's just a matter of time is coming down such programming will delete deactivate and destroy somebody pray this morning just pray make that declaration and pray Zusa prokita kido boshata labara. Mate ke bos. Lete ke boro boshata labara. Pray that God will help you to interpret matters correctly. Somebody pray. Barashato ke bos. Bakata labayamas. Zusa toko bos in Jesus name one more prayer when I was serving 
in the state where I served, the lady came to see me and she was talking to me. Now I was already preaching to people then. Over there, she got involved with a married man. She destroyed her own life. Till today, she has not balanced. How many years ago did I serve? And I remember she just told me something. She said, Shola, this issue started. He said, I made one mistake. I told them to influence my posting to this state. He said, that is the origin of all my problems. He said, I was fine until I went to use my own hand to facilitate my being posted there. And she was working in one of the finest places and then she met the man there. The man wrecked her life. Any decision I will regret, I will not make. The Lord guide my decision making. Thoughts that will look right now and that later I will regret it. Ideas that will look right now. I know many people left their job and went down. It looked good to do business, but as soon as they step out of salary job, they never balance up again. And I know those who move out and move to another level higher. Somebody lift up your right hand and pray with the whole of your heart. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, any decision that will look good now, but that I will live to regret, help me not to take it. Somebody pray. Please lift up your voice and pray. I will not live to regret anything. Especially major issues, major decisions in my life. Zusa Somebody pray. Lord, I need your help. Circumcise my heart. Influence my mind to always know which one and which one shouldn't be. Holy Ghost, you can guide me. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands together and give God praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church? <laughs> Let's read somewhere from Matthew chapter 15. Mm. <laughs> Verse 4. Matthew 15, 4. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that causes his father or mother, let him die the death. Next verse. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It's a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. Give me that verse 5 in another translation so that we can know exactly what the guy or what the guy said. 
But whosoever, but you say whosoever tells his father and his mother, whatever benefit you might have received from me is a gift <laughs> committed to the temple. Next verse. He does not honor his father in this way. You have revoked God's word because of your tradition. Go back to King James for verse 6. Thus have you made the commandment of God of none effect. The Bible said that the word of God is living, active. Hebrews 4.12 Sharper than any two-edged sword. But there is something that incapacitates the word of God. Tradition. You can have your seat. This is Jesus talking here. He said you have made the word of God. You have robbed the word of its effectiveness by your tradition. The word of God does not cohabit with any other mentality. It wants to get out other mentalities. That's why Romans 12 says, and I'm beginning to close. What I wanted us to do, we've done a part of it by just praying. That's the main part of the service. The Bible says, Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, he was begging by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living sacrifice, only an acceptable, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, be not conformed. Give us verse 2 another translation. Do not be conformed to this age but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What I led you to pray about, that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. We don't just pray only that Lord, help me to make the right We did that. That's the foundation. Beyond praying, you must know and how to know you must renew your mind. What I said while praying about time bomb, if a Christian, God has not been able to change your mentality, you, are you wondering why Nigeria hasn't changed? It's because of the same reason. People accept Jesus into their traditional way of life. The prevailing God of this age in Nigeria in maybe UK is legalism. In Nigeria is corruption. And people are as corrupt inside each other like outside. Somebody was still telling me wanting to install something from one of the mega churches in Nigeria. And the pastors there were demanding for millions. And if you will not give it, you will not see the senior pastor again. And he said, this is a pattern. Now, I've heard that from many people, including the one that installed light for us, told us, going to light. Wally is our sound engineer. Anytime he goes to buy equipment for church in Alaba, they will ask him, how much will we rise on the receipts? So he challenged one day, one day. But so, ah, why are you asking me? How much did I give you? Ah, he said, because all churches, and most churches that come here, they buy something, 750. They ask us to write a receipt for 1.750. And they give us 200,000 in Alaba there. Some of those guys don't want to go. They don't have any respect for the church. Now, the people that are doing this are people who pray in tongues and fast and pray. 
Their fasting has no change. This is what God is looking for is change. If you don't change, you will repeat all the blunders of the people before you, even though you are judged. The only difference will be that your own blunder is with your tongues. the glory falls there's no word to say is somebody hearing me this morning Paul did not say that you'll be transformed by going to church going to church is the starting phase supposed to lead to that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind men and brethren that's why I read when we're praying guide your heart with all diligence out of it at the end of the day, what your life will produce is the summation of your mind. That's why you must pay serious attention. The change that you are looking for begins here and it's, this is the center of everything, your mind. Anytime Jesus said, the priest of this world comments and he has found nothing in me. That's John 16 or John 17 the second last verse, either of the two. Can you just give me? I want to read. I, I want to read that scripture. I just remember now. John 16, second last verse or last verse. He said, I will no more talk too much with you. For the priest of this world comments, and he has nothing. Yes. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. For the priest of this world comments and add nothing. From time to time, the Bible says the Luke version of the temptation of Jesus and that Satan after the third temptation and Jesus said get behind me, Bible says Satan departed from me for a short time that means it doesn't come for you but it comes periodically to check is my time bomb still if it's there there's no problem is she still thinking the way she was thinking two years ago yes even though now she's even in uh, she's been ordained a pastor but she's still thinking that way Oh, they made him the senior pastor, but he's still thinking that there's no point. The bomb is still there. It's just a matter of time. One day, boom. Are you getting what I'm saying? But Jesus said, the prince of this world comments. Spirits don't die. They move from generation to generation. So when they hold captive a generation and the next generation, somebody begins to go to church there, they are a little threatening that you are going to church, but they also know that not everyone that goes to church changes their way of life or their way of thinking. You can program your children that no prayer might be able to help them in the future. You program them, your son, about what to think about a girl, that it will take the power of God and a sharp word of God to help him undo what you have told him. People don't know what they do. And are you programmed and you have not deprogrammed yourself? Then some things will still be happening around you. I give an illustration for service. As long as the remote is with me and you don't remove the battery or whatever connects my remote. For instance, if you give me LG TV and I have a Samsung remote, no matter how much I press the remote, nothing will happen. The priest will find nothing in me. But see, if I have the remote that is connected to the TV, put the TV here. Tomorrow, move the TV here. 
That's like changing church. Move the TV here, move it here. As long as I'm with the remote and there's a connection, it, I'm still the one. Distance notwithstanding. So, because you move the TV from here, you move it here, I'm still going to change the channel and dictate what is showing on the TV because I have the remote. That's, what, that's why Paul was saying that I beseech you, say, I'm begging you, do not be conformed to this age. If you don't get renewed, you'll be conformed. Do you, do you know why people have gotten angry with their parents about the way they live, only for them to get to 40 and live the same way? That one is very common. Yeah. And this is what the Lord is seeking to correct. Whether from sickness that happened to the parents, poverty, destruction, whatever, there is a place to step into, into victory. And the word of God wants to reconstruct you. God's word wants to reconstruct you. And it's about your mind. So the Bible says, let this mind be in you. There is a particular mindset that must be in you. And there's a mindset that must not be in you. The part I led you to pray, but there is a part of it that is beyond some people. See, thoughts are not ordinary. They come from a source. And if no thorough work of cavalry has been done in you, when the wrong one comes, you will accept. The people I gave as an example, all the people, they are Christians. Earning 650000 a month and then started a business and felt that the business would do better than the job. And he started the business. Everything about the business crashed. He couldn't go back to office again. 11 years have passed. He's in abject poverty. Yet he was a superstar in the office. Why did he resign? As we were looking only to discover that his father too was doing well in one place and relocated to another city and went down. About the same age. Of course, the spirit just whispered the same thoughts. Don't you think you do better? If you want to know powerful thoughts, I know that they are from a source. Elisha spoke about this time tomorrow, a measure which shall be sold for a shekel. Second King chapter 7. As soon as he spoke, four lepers said, and one of them said, Why see 20 will die? Why didn't he say that before? From the realm of the spirit, when Elisha spoke, words were hanging, and the mind of one of the lepers trapped that thoughts. There might have been words spoken against your knee, against people, and it's hanging. If you are not operating the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, you will just trap it, and it's a light on, and you begin to execute that thoughts. It is common in the area of relocation. Some have relocated and they are more blessed. Others are relocated and they got into trouble and they can't even share it. Two ways. So you don't even know. So it's not that anything is on relocation. It's about who is relocating. Is it supposed to or supposed not to? I get what I'm saying. Because it will bless and benefit some people. It will get some other people in trouble. Yeah. There's a popular man of God that you all know. Everybody in Nigeria knows, but I don't want to mention his name. One of his finest men left. Just to do two years and come and bring his wife to join him, he sent them a letter, told the wife to look for another man that he has moved on with his life. The pastor himself, popular man of God, cried. One of the finest guys. 
Because if you are where the Lord doesn't want you to be, you can't survive the attack then. This does it. Again, I'm saying that every, no, so I'm not the pastor telling people that don't travel. A lot of people travel every, every, I obey me that seems like a woman. I don't normally more. He still traveled last week. And I was trying to raise some dollars. Everybody, people, and they told me that I needed like a thousand dollars, man. I, I announced a workers meeting that can we just do something for him? So, so we are not that that's not. So, if you are watching, don't say that I don't want us to just make sure you are supposed to. That's what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying. It is true. My brother thought in Abelta if you are supposed to travel and you stay back, also you will suffer. That's what the Bible said. The race is not to the swift. Time and chance. You must be where you must be per time. Sir, something just made Rebecca. Because what I'm saying about this renewing your mind is like you are synchronizing your mind with the will of God. At times you are not hearing voices. You are not hearing. Holy Ghost is not exactly saying anything. But the way you make sure you are always in alignment with God's plan for your life. So nobody told David that was going to kill Goliath the day he killed Goliath. He only took food to his brothers. Look at how mindset works. What about if David said, I'm sorry, ah, I can't go and give them food though. They are fighting battle. I go and give them. No man, he didn't let me join military. Now ask me to go and give them food. Am I the errand boy? And that would have ended. Ordinary days, we call them, can give back to extraordinary things. Just to be where you should be. We will talk maybe a little more about this next week. A man of God did a teacher and he called, called this mindset phronesis. Very true. The mindset of the just. It's like you are programmed to always take the right decision even when you don't seem to know what you are doing. Many times you are not going to hear voice so. But you will just know that maybe I should stay at home. Yes. It's called the wisdom of the just. A mindset that ensures that it's a divine programming like the negative one. It always make you... I give an example one time when I was doing the, going around this, along this topic. Because Eli provoked God with his children. God told Samuel and the other prophet too, there were two people that God sent to Eli. First of all, a man of God before Samuel. And he said, tell Eli, nobody in his family, no priest will live long. He said, some will die prematurely. The one that will not die will be sacked from office. They will be begging for bread. But there was this Ahimelech, a faithful priest. But these words have been spoken. Unfortunately, Ahimelech was not born again. If he was born again, he cooled down by the word of God, he could have corrected it. Because everybody seated there, you are a priest and you have power with God to change the narrative in the spirit. This is why the blood has been shed for you. You can stand on the altar of the blood of Jesus and declare that whatsoever is going on there, no, the narrative changes now. But you will do it more effectively only when your mind has been transformed. So, they spoke. And Ahimelech was doing his service, JJ. And this is why, maybe I will talk about atmosphere next. This is why 
Men and brethren, create your own atmosphere. This is a wicked world. It's dark. But it might be dark in, in your area. Can you light your own compound? At your own house? Keep the word of God and I dare say worship and praise around you. Keep the word of God. If you are going from here to your car, say one or two scriptures. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. They are not empty words. They are creating atmosphere around you. Don't be silent. You know, <laughs> this, oh yeah, Lord, if you post, the rate it will get to several thousands. You know, he composed a song for Mount Zion and that guy is exceptional. The day preaching about like four days ago when it was his session, his room was just beside my room. So I was talking with, uh, I don't know whether I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote until midnight, and then I went to bed around 1. I just woke up by 3.10. The Lord wanted me to pray about something. I had to do with the meeting. And I was hearing somebody playing. He recorded his prayers and his confession. He, he, has, a, he has recorded it. Then he placed it overnight every day. So from his room, I was hearing a large noise. Somebody roaring. I am of God. I have overcome the world. In a radio and he told it loud. So I opened the door of my room, 3.10 in the morning. So I went to his door and I listened for a while and I came back. I didn't want to take I didn't want to embarrass him or anything. But when he prayed that morning, he now spoke about it himself. That I have in my radio, my confession that I carry around. See, don't use... So, why they have light regularly in redemption camp? They have light 24-7 and Canaan land. They generate their own light. They have to generate your atmosphere. Yes, Many of you have generator, but you don't have a spiritual one. Our world is dirty. Even on as you are driving, one driver is causing another one. If you study the word very well, God takes words. Words are serious. As people release on what they are just releasing demons. Because you're a Christian, they can't just attack you. But they can hang around and make it. Just don't let it. Ah, Lord, I have to stop. Is someone blessed today? They had spoken that Ahimelech was doing his own job. It must be that David just sneaked in and came to the temple one day as he was running away from Saul. Now, remember, this guy didn't know anything about that there was, he didn't know that there was a fallout between David and Saul. And David came and he said that, hey, me and my men, he even lied. He said, the king sent us on an errand. And I like, gave him bread. And David said, sorry, can I have the sword of Goliath that I killed some years back? And he said, you are the one that killed the guy. I'm only keeping it here. Because the, the sword was in the temple. And he gave him. And he left. But he said, because of what God said to Eli, there was a guy in the temple that they called Diog. What was Diog doing? Go and read. The Bible said that he was detained in God's presence. Detained for what? That means Diog didn't come to pray. He didn't come to uh, talk to the priest. He just sat in the corner from morning till night till David came. And when David left, Diog left. And Diog did not process what happened until one day. Saul sat down and said, all of you soldiers, I've been hunting after David for months. He's been escaping us. Somebody has given the information. What is going on? 
And the said, excuse me, sir. Ah, I saw David. The priest gave him salt. But that wasn't what happened. And so went there and called the priest. Said, hey, so you are helping my enemy. And the king said, I swear, sir. I'm just hearing it today that there has been a problem between you and David. You've been sending him to me before. Every time you wanted me to give a word, you will send David. How do I say, I didn't know anything. Saul knew the king was, Saul knew that the priest was saying the truth. But he killed the priest and killed 89 priests that day. Only the last born escaped. Only the last born. He was coming to town when they were slaughtering there. So he ran and he went to David. He said, ah, I'm, I killed your whole family. That was the one that carried my matter to your father. Now they killed. He said, now you stay with me. But see, that guy too served David faithfully. He did not break what was happening. He served, of course, he wasn't born again. He didn't know what to do. He didn't serve. He served David faithfully. But all the afflictions of David in the wilderness. So when they became king, he was the most trusted priest. But how come he was the one that Adonai Absalom called? No, it was Adonijah. How ah, painful. Absalom tricks are able to follow him. This guy didn't fall for that. Then David was restored back to town and the kingdom continued. But Adonijah looked promising that I would be king and he came to tell the priest, I'm going to be the next king. You better be for us like a political party. And Absalom and the priest joined Absalom. He just thought, sorry, Adonijah, thought Adonijah would be the king and he joined Adonijah. And while they were doing the coronation for Adonijah in town, they went to Abuja and they were celebrating. David just called Solomon. And he said, you are the king. And he, and he said, sit on my seat. I heard that there's another king being there too. We will know which one is the real king. You sit on the main throne. They are ordaining a, government, they are ordaining a president in Kogi. Say, you come to Abuja, sit down here. So the guy sat. Or let's say I do anywhere. So I don't look like that. I'm against Kogi. I said, anywhere. I don't give you an example, please. You can send him to things like that. So he sat down. And he said, Solomon, Adonijah said, Mugwe. Because somebody told that guy, they were doing party. So you still think you are the king. That in the palace, the original palace, your father told your brother to sit on the throne and everybody's already bound to say, long live, O king. And Ad his guests started leaving one by one. Those ones were Nigerians. <laughs> if, I, if I was there, I will make sure at least I would take my children along <laughs> before escaping. You know, <laughs> if you are Sammy, we told you to take it away. You just wrap it and go. Because they were having dinner. When somebody told them, <laughs> They played, the spoon fell from his mouth. But the wise visitors there said that, oh, really? Oh, it's no monkey here. <laughs> we see another day. <laughs> and when Solomon became king, he killed Adonijah. He, he killed Joab, the commander in chief, because I want to follow him. Then he called the priest. Ah, he said, you see, what you did? Because David actually promised Solomon would become king. He said, what you did is called treason. I'm supposed to kill you. He said, but I remember, for my father's sake, you lost your whole family and you suffered with my father. I'm not going to kill you, but you know what? You are hereby fired. Still the prophecy coming to pass. Because God said that premature death or termination of appointment. And he went to Years after. And when the word is given like this, those words don't die with time. They can only be inspired by a person with higher authority. But in Christ Jesus, all of you have authority. 
Aren't you glad that you are a Christian? You can stand at the center of your room in the middle of the night and say that by the covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ, anything coming before me, I correct. If you say with faith in your heart, it will start. But then what we start looking for now is how you think. To get you to start thinking again and think yourself into trouble. That's why your mind has to be renewed. Sincerely speaking. Look, what some people do is to deny reality. There are two extremes. Some live in fear and start running around for deliverance. Some pretend as if it's not good. They are both wrong. If there is a problem coming that acknowledge that there is an issue, then do something about it in the name of Jesus Christ. But don't just pretend as if... No. Don't do ostrich sign that if you hide your head, it will go. They told me that if an, an ostrich feels that if he's not seeing you, you too, you are not seeing him. You don't know about it. Go and read about it. And I've seen it live. I went to zoo and I, you'll be looking at an ostrich as big as that body's. It will hide his head under a paper. And once he cannot see you, he feels that you too, you are not seeing him. That's the assumption of ostrich. Very foolish way of thinking. <laughs> so I read about it and I went to UI Zoo and I saw the ostrich there. Truly, when we're looking at those, he just went to one corner. I said, he didn't ride the body, just brought the head under something. And occasionally, we'll bring the head down. That, and, they, and then, I said, look at this fool. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't say, I, I will continue thought service. Shall we rise? Ah, this mind must change. If the issues of life are here, this mind must change. You know, there are people who don't trust anybody. It's a mindset that they grow, they will never trust anybody. Even now, God will now say somebody that will help them, but they won't trust him, so they won't be helped. So people believe that there's nobody on that that is faithful. They've heard it and heard it and heard it and ah, aye, don't trust anybody. Oh, don't trust anybody. Nobody. Really? What's your mindset about women? Or about men? Pastor Kisley Okonkwo will be around next month. Marriage seminar. I have never, and he's coming with his wife, both Pastor Kisley and Pastor Midway, it will be awesome. Sunday evening, I am begging you in advance, please be there. I have never seen anybody who sows hurtful words in marriage and you reap peace. Whatever a man sows, you call the person by name, you'll see all sorts. See, I'm not, I'm not being biased. Eh? I'm just telling you. And I'm not giving license to women. I'm not being biased. I just want to say that to a little extent, they are still permitted to talk. Women can talk. Because many of the things they say, they don't mean it. They just want your attention. She can say you're a wicked man and she knows you're not wicked. 
She wants that word to hit you so that you can know that there is a problem. And you have to understand all these things. Don't, 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 don't marry. <laughs> we go to third service. Are you? As <laughs> I spoke about that in Abel, about the father, a woman said that you don't love me. And then you now want to start chronicling all the, all the things you've done. When she says you don't love me, like Pastor Emi said, it doesn't mean she's not exactly saying that you don't love me. According to Pastor Emi, she's only saying that you have not shown it recently. The last one has expired. That's the way they talk most times. It's the woman to say that, see, recently you haven't been showing me too much attention, Roma. She will just slam it on your face. She might, like, where is that coming from? It's coming from their hearts. Well, the man is wondering, ah, I don't love you. You don't care about me. Or she can take to another level, you are a very selfish man. Now, if you let that pain you to the point that you two now start talking, you two, you are, you are, you are selfish. Oh, yeah. Blood prayer. <laughs> Let's just take it easy. If you truly know that you love her, try and get what she's saying that she's not saying. If you're a young man and yeah, you 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 are a young guy here, yeah, I don't like what I have said now. You need deliverance. Don't get married yet until you do something about it. I like what is it? Ah, if I eh, eh, she will tell me I'm selfish. Eh, ah, no, no. You, you don't do that kind of thing with see with a woman. Things are not just black or white. There are many colors in between. Now, all you women that said thank you, be careful. <laughs> Maybe you two should help. When something is wrong with you, open your mouth and say it. Don't start nagging around the house and expect that by the sign of spirits or by word of knowledge, your husband will know something is wrong with you. He's not a prophet, he's just your husband. So tell him that something is wrong. Say, I'm not happy. Why? I don't like the way you go out to the but don't don't just what 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 are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you had it. Did I tell you anything was wrong? I'm fine. fine. <laughs> May you not marry a wicked man. <laughs> he will just say you are fine. Okay. He won't even ask you again. Bone till tomorrow. Then you are, you, are, you are the one that will carry your own legs. Say that, dear. Don't you know that I've been boning? Ah, he, oh, you've been boning. Oh, I never noticed. Oh, really? I thought you were happy. <laughs> That's a callous man. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? Father, we give you praise for your word. Blessed be your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.